so we've decided to switch up the podcast this week. Who am I kidding this week? It's been like a <laughs> month since our, our... Actually, I think it's been two months since I have last released an episode. But I thought, what better way to sit down and answer listener questions? This is where I throw in some sort yeah. of cool sound effect, but <laughs> or some music that plays when I say listener questions. Listener questions. So we are going to have three questions for this episode, depending on how long it takes. Um, and then we'll leave it open for more questions in a later episode. If you guys have any additional questions that you'd like to ask us, the modern dating experts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Should we read the first Yeah, one? yeah. So let's let's get right into it with our first question here. Okay. I have this guy who I'm dating and I want to call it off. We've been dating for about six weeks. He's lovely and all. I enjoy the sex. But I'm just not feeling like he's sponge worthy. Except instead of a sponge, it's making time and arranging childcare and not spending that evening with my kids. It's just not enough for me to invest the time and energy in. My nights off when I go on a date or whatever, those are my self-care time. And I'm not feeling like, oh, that was a nice break, and I feel all recharged at the end of a date. How do I break it off? He's a great guy. We seem compatible enough. We have mutual friends. I'm just not feeling like being in a relationship with him. I also think he might be on the verge of and I love you. <laughs> oh, dear, dear listener holy shit yeah yeah Woo! so so i guess i'll 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 take my stab at this first and just say um it is obvious that there is not great communication between the two because it sounds like oh, there are two i wouldn't have said that that's why we are both doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it sounds like they're in two different places Absolutely. right now. Because if he is ready for an I love you and she is ready to jump out of the train, the moving train, before yeah. it even gets to the next stop, then obviously there's a big issue there. So I, I think, you know, most important thing for her is to have this conversation with her partner as soon as possible. Definitely. And kind of, well, I mean, there are two options here. Either she tells him to pump the brakes, slow your roll, this is not working for me Mm -hmm. in its current format, or they have to end things because it sounds like he's crazy about her. Yeah. And there is nothing worse than having a one-sided relationship like that where one party is so into the other and then the other party is just eh about it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. That party is the one that always defines the relationship. Which one? The one who's eh about yeah, it? Yeah, the one who has less of a feeling that's because, yeah. you know, the, the, the guy... Okay, so say that, you know, this guy is, is into this, this woman, like, in this situation. He can only go off what she gives him. Mm-hmm. So, so really, I think she's in the, the powerful position here. So I, I, I think, really, if I had to, you know, sum it up into a quick minute response, I would say it's, it's, it's on her to have that conversation as soon as 
as possible before this continues to speed up. Yeah. And next thing he knows, next thing she knows, rather, he'll be down on one knee proposing and she will have one foot out the door. And that will be at like week seven. Like that's, I've got some follow-up questions because I cannot imagine a situation where you've been dating somebody for six weeks and you think they're on the verge of an I love you. So I would wonder things like, what gives you that impression? You know, why would you think that they are on the verge of that? I feel like that's so shockingly early that it would be a red flag for me anyway. So I know that this listener already has decided to break up with him. And I feel like that's probably the right choice if she really is interpreting it correctly, that he is like so close to that. You know, she's just not feeling it. Like, it sounds like maybe she would be okay with him being in her friend circle, like being a friendly acquaintance with him or maybe even being actually friends with him. But six weeks is such a short timeline for somebody to date somebody enough that one person is already at the I love you stage and the other person is at the this isn't worth my babysitter stage. I think that especially because, you know, this woman obviously has kids. And so when you have kids, it's not like you're seeing each other every night. You might have a few nights free a week, but they couldn't be spending every day together. So it just seems like he's moving so quickly. I think having a conversation soon is the right thing. Well, and I I think a lot of these questions honestly could or should go back to communication which I think is Mm -hmm. one of the most important traits of any relationship. So periodic check-ins. Where are we? How is this working? I feel like that's really hard to have in the first six weeks. I am making a face. You're making all sorts of faces at me. (laughs) Yeah, I am. Um, I don't think I personally would feel brave enough in the first six weeks to be like hey so what are we how is this going for you you know I think in the first six weeks I'm looking for more just like a vibe maybe of what they're looking for I feel like if I was in that situation in the first six weeks I would be reluctant to have a defining the relationship type conversation because to me that just seems like it is moving so quickly I wouldn't probably feel ready to have that conversation yet but if the other person is like you know practically ready to like propose I guess that's a different situation and maybe you would have to speed up the conversations so what if it was just one of those relationships though where both parties fell head over heels for each other wouldn't it be I, I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all, say, yeah. you know, six weeks in, that's too early, period. What if it... No. What if it wasn't? It's probably... I mean, I'm sure it's fine for some people and for some relationships. It is too early, period, for me, I guess. Okay. That's that's fair. So, yeah. um, in your in your mind, what would be the earliest period that you could define the relationship Mm, I mean some of it really does have to do with just like how often you're seeing each other you know if you're seeing each other five times a week that's going to feel really different than if you're seeing each other once a week you know Um, 
I don't think I would have it until... Like, maybe I would have that conversation early on if there felt like there was a good reason. Like, say, somebody got a job offer in another city and was trying to decide what to do with it or something like that. Wait, okay. So if someone... You're, you're saying if you're early into a relationship, mm-hmm. someone gets a job offer yeah. in a different city, Yeah. You you feel like it wouldn't be kind of wild to just throw it out there and be like, hey, hey. what do you want to do with this? Do you want to move with me? How far away oh, no, is no, no, this? No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I mean, to me it feels crazy, right? But I guess to some people, some people might move faster than I do. I feel like we should have a panel here of like eight people who could jump in and say how they feel about things. They uh, they sit on the lovely couch here in the corner <laughs> that is yet to appear actually in the new recording space, but mm-hmm. um, and they they bust themselves in with with their answers here. So, Ooh, um, yeah. so I mean, I I guess we're we're both kind of saying the same thing here that. They just need to talk about this, right? Which is which is why I find this so funny that she found it necessary to write out this entire situation. <laughs> she spent more time writing out this this note, right, than it would to initiate this conversation with him. Yeah. So you said there was a little bit of follow up as well, where she where she asked how. What what is the best way to initiate this conversation? Is that right. what, what yeah. it Yeah, I think, so the question was, should she do this in person, or is it fine to just text or have a phone call or something like that? I feel like it sounds like she will run into this man again in the future if they have a lot of mutual friends or they're in the same social circle. So this isn't somebody that you can just ghost. Not that you should do that anyway, but I feel like in a situation like that, you should assume that you will run into them at a party in three weeks and proceed accordingly, you know? So do whatever you feel like would make it most comfortable when you do inevitably run into that person in the future. And that probably is like doing the most mature grown-up thing and having these conversations in person. I feel like after a certain point, it is necessary to to have these conversations in person and mm-hmm. and break things off and i i've always thought that even after like a handful of dates you should probably have this in person um have you ever had a breakup that hasn't been in person i mean have you initiated a breakup that hasn't been in person lately not lately lately but lately. in your adulthood i mean um, not like as a teenager or whatever um, shit. I mean, I've been broken up with, uh, not in person before. Um, I am. Rec- I told my ex-husband I wanted a divorce by text message. If that does not <laughs> sum up modern dating, <laughs> modern relationships, and one I could sentence. have tweeted it, but yeah. I didn't, you know? I kept it private, just to- just between the two of us. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, <laughs> I, I mean, did you, like, put emojis in this text? <laughs> was it, like, the... No, because the they have Android, and it was confetti, 2013. Confetti cannons, though. That would have been nice. Oh. <laughs> I'm yeah, getting divorced. Really I'm nice. leaving you. To be fair, I did tell him in person, but he apparently didn't 
the communication was problematic and so he didn't believe me and then later he clarified it months later by text message and I was like oh yeah I was serious this is over so <laughs> um, I I have not uh, gotten a divorce via text message <laughs> um, I feel like in the future uh, we'll have robot telegrams I think it's going to be holograms oh holograms yeah, so it'll be like a a uh, a Nelly hologram pops up in your house. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, no, no. And <laughs> he starts like telling I mean, me. I the... had just assumed it would be a hologram of yourself saying oh. you wanted a divorce, but it's way more fun to oh, bring man. celebrities in. Yeah, we're going two different directions yeah, here yeah. With, uh, uh, with, with, with our hologram thoughts. But mm-hmm. um, I, I do think. Uh, I, I, well, let's see. You asked me if I've ever been dumped or if I've ever broken up with someone. Right. Have you initiated it that it wasn't in person? Because I feel like if I'd gone on a few dates with a person and wanted to just stop seeing them, I don't think I would have an in-person conversation about it. Okay. So I can give you a scenario. Um, I was broken up with via a 5 a.m. email from someone that I was dating. Um... After, jeez, I don't know, maybe in like nine or ten dates. Which, huh. well, actually, I take that back. I, I mean, it was probably dates. closer to like 12 dates at that point. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, before that email came in, that was just like. What did the email say? You don't have to say. Are you going to pull up the email? Pull it up. Oh, man. All kinds of privacy been blown this episode. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. How did you feel getting that 5 a.m. email? Like, at that moment, did you... Would you have rather to be in person? I felt like shit, because well, it came in yeah. on a Monday morning. I mean, what a better start <laughs> to your work week than getting this email, and it's just like, bam, I am breaking up with you. Well, do you feel like 12 dates in, were you, like, together enough to break up with somebody? I think so. Really? Uh, To to break up with someone face-to-face? Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, like, probably by 12 dates in, I wouldn't even think that person was, like, my boyfriend or my partner. I'd be like, oh, we're hanging out, we're dating. Maybe I do just move slower than people. Yeah, okay. So I have the email. <gasps> Read it! It was sent at 5.32 a.m. Okay. Is there any, like, background information we need to know to understand this or contextualize it? Now it's, like, 12 dates in. Okay. And things were going really well. So you thought things were going really well. Yes. Were you close to an I love you? Oh, no. Had you had sex? Yes. But you're iffy on it? I can't remember. I think I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm fairly certain okay. we have. But um, so here is the, the email. Did you have any clue that this was coming? No. Which is why it made that Monday morning even worse. Yeah. So it says, so I've been thinking about our relationship over the last month. <gasps> Wait, does that mean the entire time she's been thinking about it? No, I think she was just thinking about it once she sent this. Okay, I'll not interrupt you again. Over the last month, 
and I don't think it is going to work out in the long term. You're a wonderful guy, and I enjoy spending time with you, but there is just something that I can't quite describe that is missing for me. I'm not sure how you prefer to have this conversation, so I am initiating it with how I would want somebody to share this news with me. I am happy to discuss this in person if you would like, or if you would just like to go our separate ways without any further communication, that is okay too. So it's actually like a pretty thoughtful, respectful email. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I do. So how did you take it and did you respond? Uh, yeah, I think I, 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 I did respond and I was like, you know, um, thanks for, thanks for sending this. It's obvious you, you gave this a lot of thought and you're conflicted. Thanks for a kind words. Um, I wish you the best moving forward and best of luck in your future <laughs> endeavors. Uh-huh. Um, and then how did you feel about your response to that email i mean i i felt like i didn't need to give a long response i mean she had made her choice mm-hmm. so it was done you know we don't both get a say in this when someone is sure. done they are done so did you want to know more like did you want to know what was missing i don't give a shit i really? mean it, it wasn't working so yeah you know so it so we just but they, uh, there's so much more to that story that I should probably not share in ter- on podcast in terms of sure. that being way too identifying. Okay. But, um, but I will say past that, uh, we did talk in person about, mm. that, um, mm-hmm. about that message. And, and my, my message return response was very straightforward and, and open-ended and said, you know, in the future, if you want to get together and grab coffee let me know because i i yeah at that point i wanted to um you know stay in contact in some form i mean it does sound like pretty mature on both parts to me yes is that how you feel about it now though looking back no really uh because um very rarely do you get a positive or a feel-good ending for a relationship. And that was something that you and I talked about a few weeks back, where I was like, oh, I think that sometimes relationships can end and both people are in a good place. And, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. there are extenuating circumstances uh, to end a relationship. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I feel like we've kind of veered off into breakup etiquette. Yes, which, which I'm cool with taking in that direction. Is our next listener question? Ooh. Um, as I uh, <laughs> as I unlock my tablet here, this episode is sponsored by Microsoft Surface Pro Four. Um, I'm a Mac user. <laughs> sucker. <laughs> okay, so here's our next question. After a long period of consideration, I've decided to end my relationship with my girlfriend of three years. I'm not sure if she has any idea it's coming or not, but no one likes being broken up with, 
and I don't expect she'll take it well. To be honest, I still care about her, and having had my heart broken before, would really like to do this in the most kind and gentle way possible. Is there any way to soften the blow? Please give me any breakup tips you have. Sincerely, soon to be X. Mm. Man, that's really hard. I feel like after three years, that will be pretty shocking. You know, I think three years in, you definitely owe her a conversation. Something in person. What about a, a uh, telegram? A singing telegram? I am a fan of singing telegrams. Over, over, over. <laughs> uh, don't send it to her work. I'll say that. Like, make sure she's not in the office when she gets this singing telegram. Yeah, that would be so terrible if you got a breakup yeah. singing telegram at work. Yeah, that'd be terrible. I mean, I wonder. I wonder if like they live together or if they've been planning a future together. You know, I feel like those sorts of things kind of change how okay. the breakup will go. So with and and I don't know what mm-hmm. what soon to be X their living situation is. So yeah. so we're going to make up a hypothetical situation here. So what if soon to be X is living together with this person? Yeah, man. I I mean, how how would you go about that? That's really hard, and I've only ever lived with one person. It was my ex-husband, so it, it so kinda, it was the the text. The, the, <laughs> the, the, I had this text. discussion in person. To be fair to me, um, but it was kind of a bigger implosion than maybe just like people who live together. You know, I think if you live together, it would be thoughtful of you to maybe go stay with a friend for a couple days or something like that so she doesn't have to still be like running into you in the bathroom when you're both brushing your teeth before bed like give her a little space you know give her some space and give her some time to make her plans you know I guess it depends like if you're both on the lease or what but there's a lot of logistical stuff to figure out if you're living together like will one person move out will both people have to move out how long will it take you know i think soon to be extra just try to be as respectful about it as he can i i i agree with you on this question actually we don't mildly disagree like last question but i i definitely agree on the aspect of giving this partner's space and I, I think yeah. that's going to be one of the most important things for them moving forward especially since they do live together in this hypothetical situation um, it, it is you know and depending on what type of space they live in well if they live in a really small apartment you know a, a studio apartment or yeah. a one bedroom apartment there is no nowhere to go in this situation so, mm-hmm. I mean, your best bet is to fall back on your friend's group. So, who has a couch that sure. you can crash on for the next week while you guys work out the logistical details of right. who, who leaves this place? Do we both need to leave if we can't afford it and we eat our security deposit? I mean, what? how are you guys going to... to facilitate this breakup so it's mm-hmm. best that that's done when you're not in person um, I feel like that's the part of the breakup that can be done 
um, over text or email or phone or something like that. But that initial conversation, uh, Mm -hmm. soon to be X, you should definitely have that in person. And I mean, I don't think that it should really be at your shared residence. Oh, that's interesting, really? Yeah, because I, I feel like, well, that's uh, this is where it gets a little difficult. Um, I feel like it's hard to have those conversations in public. Yeah. You know, I don't want somebody to break up with me after three years in public. I would probably want to be somewhere where I feel like I can respond and feel my feelings without having to, like, monitor them because I'm at a place and I don't want people to see me, like, crying or something. You know? Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever had, like, a public... I'm trying to think, too. Yeah. I don't think I have. I don't think so, either. um, But, actually, not that you say that. I I will withdraw my statement. Um, I'm thinking of the part where you, like, get up to go. I see that as being a little awkward. And, like, well, how do you wrap this up and just get up and leave? You know, yeah. I mean, how, how you do that. Do you feel like after three years you owe it to the person to explain why? Or do you think you should just say it's over? Um, I think it's fair to give a little bit of an explanation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, past a certain point, though, you don't owe any further explanation. Um, sometimes it just doesn't work because you both grow in different ways sometimes something comes up and I I mean a a basic explanation is all that someone is really owed um, in that series of a situation before if it's been a month no you don't owe anyone any sort of explanation this isn't working for me Yeah. Uh, best of luck in your future endeavors Mm-hmm. Shake their hand and and moonwalk out the door. Bottom line. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I agree with you on that. No. <laughs> Sorry. Let's find something we can fight about. We can. Yeah, we can totally disagree on. So, um, for our final uh, listener submitted email, mm-hmm. you had a listener submitted mm. email, right? Yeah. Yes. Hold on just one second. All right, here we go. I think my boyfriend and I are breaking up, and I feel like I'm the jerk in this situation. I love him, I really do, but I'm still trying to get my feet back under myself after a 20 year relationship. And he's completely fallen for me and wants to marry me. Not tomorrow, but he does want to know that we're moving in that direction. And I can't give him that. I'm not devastated, but he is. I feel bad despite always being honest about what I could give him. And I'm also really sad because I know I have to let him go even though I don't want to. I've become very attached to him and I feel like it's going to be kind of a drawn out process. Because neither one of us wants to end it, but it's becoming increasingly clear that we don't have a real future together. Dang. Yeah. Man, all these are such downers <laughs> this depressing. episode. Man, it's all about breakups. Listeners, write in with some positive questions. Right. Like, this is going great. How do I make sure the next five years go as well as the last five? I mean, something. Yeah. Jeez, that's dark. 
Um, I mean, so so basically, she knows that they have to break up, right? And she doesn't want to, or I think she. I mean, it sounds like she feels bad about it, but she does want to. She's conflicted, right? Like she knows that long term it won't work, even if in the short term it is working. And things feel good and things feel right, but if they both want different things long term, and he's been clear about it, like it sounds like he's been pretty clear about what he wants, and she's been clear about what she can offer. So here's where I think, um, I, I think of this relationship as two trains that are speeding towards each other. Um, it's like that that ages old. Uh, math question <laughs> uh, you know this, uh-huh. this train's leaving the station at 40 mm-hmm. miles an hour it's the male train uh, and this woman's train is leaving at 10 miles an hour because she's trying to get over this t- 20, 20 years 20 two, zero, 20, 20 years. years 20 years that's a long ass time that's, that's like long longer than my entire time. life uh no just it's kidding not. it's like more uh but it sure does feel like it 20 years i can't even yeah. imagine being with someone for 20 years no me neither so i i mean she's unpacking a lot at the moment right and it sounds like she is not entirely available but he is he he's emotionally available and he wants more than she can provide at this point. Isn't that going to be like the cryingest breakup? If you're like, we really like this. This is so great, but it just won't work long term. But it is working now, but we just know that it won't work long term. I feel oh. like this is the breakup that leads to like a lot of like crying, crying sex. Ugh. Really? Yes, really. Are you playing at me? The crying sex? No. I mean, not yeah. like, it's just like. Yeah, that is kind of gross now that I think about it. But, like, just, like, really, like, mushy, like, I love you, but it just won't work, kind of. <laughs> so here is... I had a 19-year-old situation like this, yeah. I'll say. I was 19. She's not 19. Yeah, so I, I, I feel like this is a situation that would be improved with, like, something cheerful, uh, since it's such a sad situation. Like they got a new puppy? Uh I was actually thinking a uh, a clown that made <laughs> balloon animals. Oh. So he could make a balloon puppy mm, uh, mm-hmm. as they're breaking up. So she starts the conversation. Yeah. This clown shows up at their apartment, their right. shared apartment. Sure. And, um, you know, uh, he's like, oh, man, a clown? Baby, this is great. <laughs> and she's like, well. What man doesn't love a clown who Mark, makes balloon I, animals? I, I want to talk to you actually and he's the clown's like making this balloon is animal is it like making all these squeaks and it stuff. is and he's like oh 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 yeah sure you know what's what's going on yeah and she's like well you know this just is it's working right now but it's not going to work long term mm-hmm. i i mean the, you're entirely right when you say in all seriousness you're entirely right one when you do say it, it is the worst, it's literally the worst type of breakup right. because nothing is wrong. Right. You right. are just trying to protect both parties long term. So, you know, I feel like in this situation, again, it's going to take conversation. And mm-hmm. uh, you have two choices whether or not you end it on a positive note 
like we talked earlier, um, it, it, it's crazy difficult to end things on a good note. But I feel like this is one of the situations where you could end things on a good note. Um, or you could um, fly the plane into the ground. Like in what way? Like saying mean things or something like that? No. Uh, continuing to date mm. until it no longer works long, long term. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think of a situation... I've only had one uh, dating scenario like that in the past where I've reached that point, where it was obvious to both of us that it wouldn't work, work long term. And, and we had that discussion. Um, mm-hmm. But then we both decided that we wanted to fly the plane into the ground. Did you talk about that or you just like separately we did. decided? Really? We did really? talk about that. Yes. How did you decide that? Um, why did you want to? Because we were having a good time. But one of the things that we lacked in our excitement at the moment was um, foresight to see just how bad it could get Mm. if we let things go unchecked. And I feel like so much damage was done along the way by continuing to fly that plane into the ground that looking back, it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I think that if you handle this correctly, you can be friends, you know, like lifelong friends, potentially. But if you... And they obviously care about each other and enjoy each other, you know. I think they could come out of this with a friendship if both of them felt comfortable with that. But if you fly into the ground, then that's off the table. I I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it is. And, and, you know, I am remembering this entire situation where we had this conversation and I was like, oh, let's, let's, you know, we both said, let's try to make this work as long as possible and fly it into the ground. So at uh, that point, let's try to make this work as long as possible. You guys had already acknowledged to each other that it wasn't possible to make it work long term. It had like, there was something that was going to end it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And, and, um, I thought about it. And very rarely, and this is going to sound very morbid here, mm-hmm. uh, but very, uh, very rarely in life, I feel like things are wrapped up. But I, I can tell you what was going on mentally for me at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a conversation and and I was going on vacation for a little bit actually. Uh-huh. So we were having this talk the night before vacation and I was flying down to see uh, my sisters and I, I flew down that, that vacation ended and I thought as I was sitting on the runway to come back Quite literally, everything in my life is wrapped up, as wrapped up on a positive note as it ever will be in my life. Like we were, um, me and this, um, me and my partner at the time, um, were at a really good point because we had a conversation that things were like churning along, they're buzzing, they're working really well, mm-hmm. and I, I knew in my heart that that was like the peak of that relationship and it's going to be downhill from there that's a wild thing to know 
And then I had seen my family and had a really good time with them. Yeah. And that was wrapped up my last night in town. I was able to have a really nice chat with, uh, with, my, with, with my oldest sister about some stuff. And, and everything was just wrapped, period. So it was such a crazy feeling as I was sitting there on the runway. Yeah. And the thought that I had, and this is not morbid at all, but it w- it sounds a lot more morbid than it is. Was that everything's wrapped up right now? And if something something bad were to happen when I was in this plane, I would not feel. I I wouldn't feel sad. I would feel like life is as wrapped up as it's going to be. Not as long as I would like, mm-hmm. but it's as wrapped as it's going to be. So, I mean, really, what scares me about this situation? If they From the do, reader? Yeah, this reader situation is if yeah. they do choose to continue dating, they both need to know that they've peaked, that this relationship has peaked yeah. at the moment, at, yeah. at that point. Well, and I feel like this is the kind of relationship where if you do transition into just friends, there might come a point in the future where the timing does match up again. You know, it doesn't have to be like a permanent this can never happen for us kind of a thing, but maybe it could be a thing where this isn't the right time, but maybe 10 years from now, it does happen to work. You know, it sounds like they really like each other. And I have to say, like, I truly commend them both for being so clear and open about what they need and what they're looking for and what they can provide. So that's really mature. This is the first question that we've gotten from a, a couple that actually communicates. Yeah. What a concept. And But they're communicating. There's still problems. It's not like it solves everything, right? I, I mean, yes, there are problems, but I feel like they're in a better place than both of these yeah. other uh, listener questions because no one's in the dark. Everything's yeah. out on the table, and I think there's a lot to be said about that And in terms of trying to work through problems, mm-hmm. putting everything out there on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, listener, I, I wish you luck. And I really, this one, I, I feel like, feel free to disagree with me, but uh-huh. I, I mean, they do have two choices. Either you make it work for as long as possible, or you get out right now where it's at its peak, knowing right. that you're not going to do long-term damage. I feel like that's the way that protects everybody. I feel like if they did let it just keep going, knowing that the man wants more than the woman can offer emotionally, it's going to end up hurting him more long-term. Yeah, definitely. Definitely will. So with that, we have had our three listener questions. Uh, feel free to send in any future questions if you have any. And we will address them on a future podcast. We can't wait. So at 40 minutes, this is officially the shortest podcast. (laughs) I have received a few listener comments that the podcasts are too long. Um, We are going to work on that in the future. And and, um, just to give you a little insider information, for the longer episodes, we are going to break them up into multiple parts and release those parts one week at a time uh, just to kind of cut down on it so you can listen to this podcast 
on your commute into work, your commute home from work, while you're at the gym, whenever, while you're dicing carrots for... While you're folding laundry. Anytime. All the exciting things we do. Anytime in your life, it is okay to listen to Swipe. So with that, lovely listener, know that I would always swipe right on you, and I'm <laughs> sure that my co-host would as well. We'll see about that, listener. Man, hey, tough crowd. So, thank you for listening, and we will be back soon with a new episode of Swiped. I promise. <laughs>